It's the holiday season, and I know that you are looking for the perfect gift for the perfect person in your life. Thankfully, you're listening to the right podcast. Newly added to the Restless store is the Restless Christmas Collection. Go on over to therestlesspodcast.com and you can find ornaments for your tree, ugly Christmas sweaters, and even the paper that you need to wrap them. There's so much that I simply wouldn't have time to tell you about it all. To make it even better, you can use the code MARYRESTLESS to get 10% off of one item in your cart. What are you waiting for? Go to therestlesspodcast.com and you have yourself a very merry restless and more importantly, a very merry Christmas. Pastor Michael, what day of the 12 days of restless have I said we're on now? We are we are here on the ninth day of restless, Pastor Michael, and we are about to start a two-part for the next two days. of Two the parts. Days. Here we go. Harder. Isn't that exciting? So, Pastor Michael, there's a thing we were asked to comment on a long time ago, and it's time. It's time here in the 12 days of rest. And we've been asked a lot. I mean, it, it comes, it's been, it's come up quite a bit. So Matt Chandler famously has returned to the pulpit. He's returned to the pulpit to be preaching again after a three-month break. And we covered his uh, removal from the office. And Pastor Michael, can I give my personal hesitancy of of commenting on this and then we'll we can go from here let's do it it's not because i'm unwilling to talk about it uh it's not because i don't think um there are questions or answers i think my biggest concern is that it's going to be cast in the way driscoll it's going to be like this is just another driscoll yep and here's just how we have to say it so whatever good or bad we're about to watch because we are going to watch and react to the announcement of him coming back to the pulpit. Chandler is different than Driscoll in that he did what the church said and the church created a plan for him to be taken out of the ministry for a while and brought back in. And so I like, it's just, I, I, and I know I'm about to be critical of things in this video. I just, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. But for that reason, I want to be careful. I don't want it to, I, I don't think it is good or 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 the right thing to do to the bride of Christ to be like, oh, we got another one of these because it's so completely different. Yeah. Well, and also we have almost no information about what happened. Right. That's the other thing. We talked about this when we we discussed it in the past, that this is a situation where everybody is jumping to conclusions and making judgments. And Welcome to the Restless Podcast. I mean, we we probably do that a lot, but it is a good reminder too that we don't have even close to all the information. In fact, we have almost no information. And so the the fact that they've decided to do this, part of us should just be like, well, that's that's up to them, I guess. We have to we have to on some level respect where two or three are gathered. Jesus, Jesus is approving of things. And so I'm confident. And they're not, they're not, you know, I mean, I can't contact their presbytery to do an official investigation. Right. Um, so I don't like my jurisdiction has in a sense ended. And so even if we think some of the things, and I'm sure we will said in this restoration are wrong or there are issues with it. I, 
I feel so bound, right? I just, I feel limited, right? I don't want, like, I don't know. I know that that's like the most boring, boring thing I could possibly say about this, but it's how I feel, right? Like I, you know. Welcoming Matt. Video on Twitter, by the way, has 122,000 views. look that he's getting this long of a standing hole. it's just weird all right oh. and i know maybe there's no other way you're like hey we just we got a bunch of people in the room and nobody knows how to respond otherwise but matt chandler just walked out like he's accepting an award <laughs> and he like he like points at a guy did you see so he shakes a guy's hand to invite yeah, him up like, and he, he looks around he looks down he kind of points at a guy in the oh. audience like hey yeah yeah i see you in there oh. very weird I'm so glad I reminded myself of like my hesitancy to comment on this because it, <laughs> it's it's really started in a way that's pretty personally <laughs> painful for me. Thirty seconds of a standing ovation. A standing ovation. Um, of course I'm sick. Like I'm just. <laughs> A, a couple of things. Um, I I very much know um, that he looked like he and he might be gathering. His, you know, he might be. Uh, I again, I'm I know I'm used to watching Driscoll clips from like that stage. He might be legitimately get, regathering like his, uh, you know, his emotional like uh, uh, self to to speak about these things. That the Christian life's a marathon. And um, there are times in that run where you're uphill in the snow and not sure if you're going to make it. Um, and then there are other times you're running downhill in the sun and it feels like nothing could ever hinder your love for Jesus and your bold witness. Um, and, if, and if in my foolishness... Come on, Matt. Man, the guy... The the guy who just yelled oh come on matt like man <sighs> pastor michael um please please talk about what he's just said because i'm i'm just it's tough this is tough this is this is tough for me i just yeah i mean i have to say again i don't it's hard to know what's going on right. it's hard to know what has happened it's hard to know you know that now let's just for you know, the the sake of what we said before we watched the video. Yeah, before we say again, hey, like the church, like he messed up. So he's asked to step down for a time, but they kind of made a plan of like, this is what repentance looks like. And we don't think this is completely disqualifying. And this is what it looks like for him to come back, especially a guy who's at such a level um, and is so public. You know, maybe that is, uh, you know, a good thing to um, maybe maybe like this is a legitimate uh legitimate uh way that he's responding by saying hey yeah like i i've been foolish and um that foolishness has has potentially um you know made the church of christ look bad and uh i 
Like I'm very uh, sorry for that. So what do you, what do you take with that, that uh, the, the marathon metaphor? Um, I think there's truth to that, right? So the, the marathon metaphor just being, uh, again, I'm interpreting this as I see fit in a sense, but Hey, there are times in your Christian life where you face more temptation than others. There are times in your Christian life where you feel like, yeah, like things could not, uh, could not go poorly, uh, for me. And, um, like I, like he said, right, like there's nothing that's going to stop me from following after Christ. And then there's other times when like temptation is way more potent. It is way more difficult to escape. And maybe like sin itself has a, a stronger hold on you at times. That's, that's just true of the Christian life, um, at least to a certain extent. And so I, I don't have any uh, quibbles necessarily with it. The thing that about it for me is that it feels a we- like a weird way to address just like evidently some kind of uh, sin that sets you out of the out of the pulpit, I think is why. Yeah. I- what, but also, like, again, we don't know anything about this. We, <laughs> we don't. We just don't know. Right. Um, that the Christian life's a marathon. Sorry, we're going to get us. And um, there are times in that run where you're uphill in the snow and not sure if you're going to make it i think that it's what's weird about it for me is that it just is like it's again it's putting all of the things exterior to yourself yes it's not a it's the environment it's not your um and if and if in my foolishness (laughs) i created any more weight on you uh, or made this any more difficult on you Please forgive me. Um, I I said on the 28th um, that, that really the situation disoriented me. It scared me. I'm, I'm a man who's very serious about his life and doctrine and that, that I didn't see what I didn't see really was disorienting to me. Um, and I said I needed to understand that. It revealed some unhealth in me. Uh, and so the elders care plan involved a couple of intensives and I actually went and even got a neurological exam. I don't know if you were around for that, but I actually don't have a right frontal lobe. Um, I had a tumor taken out 13 years ago and wow. Um, this, this has not gotten a lot. It got worse. So like your, I was trying to spin the analogy as much as I could. And it's him. He's just like, yep. Like life gets hard on me, but so far it has been 100%. Like there are all these reasons why this thing happened to me, but it's not something that I'm actually like, I, will you forgive me if I made things harder for you? But here's why full stop. If that had been the full stop, I would have been yeah. like, okay, the uh, weird standing ovation. He can go back to his sermon. He asked for the forgiveness of his church. And obviously this is being broadcast. And so I would say if you are some kind of person like us that has some kind of casual connection to him, Take this as a mea culpa and you're not getting yep. any more information than you had before and you can move on with your life or you can go read the gross discernment bloggers who like, you know, got it, who are like hacking his Instagram to get every detail of this. But from that moment on, it got a it got a good deal worse. It, this revealed unhealth in me. Right. It becomes not so there's no like it hasn't dealt with sin except maybe that he made it harder for everyone else, right? Like, but like whatever he was a part of was not sinful as far as he's explaining, which is kind of what the elders said too, right? I mean, when it was announced, it was kind of weird. You know, there wasn't like a defined, here's a, here's a, 
uh, sin that happened. It was just this weird, like, well, there was a relationship that it's not totally disqualifying, but he's got to step down for a time. And it was just weird. And so it just, it feels like obfuscation, but maybe there wasn't like a sin sin involved. It was just not necessarily above reproach, but then there is sin involved in some capacity. So just, yeah, just, just weird. The fact that he is had brain surgery. And yeah. Was- and then he right puts it on. Well, I had a brain tumor removed. So, so let's be real. It's not all my fault. <laughs> yeah. It's cancer. Cancer. Let's have a run for to to get rid of cancer. By the way, this was like the number one story Christianity Today covered this year, which is weird in one sense, but also why it's worth talking about. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. it's bad. It's bad. Radiation and all that. So we needed it. Like, wait, is there something wrong with my brain? Is there? Um, and and so did did that's the work I've been doing over the last three months. Some intensives with some experts, and then is my brain okay? And um, and and I don't I, I don't have like here are the eight takeaways. Would you join me? So we're not gonna yeah. There's more, but uh, there's the the end of the video where he like has a group of all men in puffy vests and flannels uh, pray for him uh in a different clip that i saw and i didn't see the clip but it was just a joke that said like modern day vestments because <laughs> every <laughs> church evidently dresses that's pretty good dad um, <laughs> i mean this is like yeah this is just the full psychological medicalization of sin One, that's exactly what i thought like that was like the language of what we used to and would have called like therapeutic deism like that's what we just got was, yeah, they, I needed a psychological evaluation by experts, and I got that. So now I'm healthy. That's right. What does that have to say anything about what went on? That's right. Um, yeah, so I think we will. Uh, so, Pastor Michael, do you want to leave it there, or do you want to watch a clip of someone who is excited that he's back in the pulpit and the kinds of the kinds of hard balls he's throwing now that he's there? Oh man, I want to be done. <laughs> I just well, that's I, enough. I think that yeah, I think that again, this is the this is the result of what we're getting with the medicalization of sin. Like, wow, he did think about it. Just think about it like this. The conclusion that like Matt Chandler did something wrong. There must be something medically wrong with him. That's yeah. like why couldn't it just be like He's not sanctified. He's sin- and again, I'm not even saying that would mean he's done forever, right? Yep. Great. Whatever it was, whatever kind of supposedly inappropriate relationship, and I say supposedly not because it wasn't, but because who I don't know anything about it. Anything about <laughs> it. But if that was what happened, why can't you just say, "Yep, here was a sin. Here's why it's a sin. Here's what it looks like to repent of that." And even though it's not disqualifying, this is what we want to see happen. And done. Oh, he like that took place. Yep. Yep. And so tomorrow uh, on this feed, you will get to enjoy listening to us discuss why ecclesiology matters and an article that R. Scott Clark, the doctor himself, wrote about how the Reformed churches following their polity may have handled this situation. So please join with us tomorrow. Um, yeah, we uh, we we hope you join us. The 12 Days of Restless carry on tomorrow. 
hey, would you rate and review this show if you haven't yet? It'd be a huge help to us. And again, remember, the 12 Days of Restless is intended for reformed audiences. So listener discretion is advised.